we shall stand on the platform of oneness as servants. Demons think of everyone as a friend or enemy, but Vaisnavas say that, since everyone is a servant of the Lord, everyone is on the same platform. Therefore a Vaisnava treats other living entities neither as friends nor as enemies, but instead tries to spread Krishna consciousness, teaching everyone that we are all one, as servants of the Supreme Lord but are uselessly wasting our valuable lives by creating nations, communities and other groups of friends and enemies. Everyone should come to the platform of Krishna consciousness and thus feel oneness as a servant of the Lord. Although there are 8,400,000 species of life, Avasnava feels this oneness. The Isopanasad advises, Ikatvamanupasayatah left square bracket ISO 7 right square bracket. A devotee should see the Supreme Personality of Godhead to be situated in everyone's heart and should also see every living entity as an eternal servant of the Lord. This vision is called Ikadvam, Oneness. Although there is a relationship of master and servant, both master and servant are one because of their spiritual identity. This is also Ikadvam. Thus the conception of Ikadvam, for the Vaisnava is different from that of the Mayavadi. Hiranyakasipu asked Pralada Maharaja how he had become antagonistic to his family. When a family member is killed by an enemy, all the members of the family would naturally be inimical to the murderer, but Hiranyakasipu saw that Pralada had become friendly with the murderer. Therefore he asked, who has created this kind of intelligence in you? Have you developed this consciousness by yourself? Since you are a small boy, someone must have induced you to think this way. Pralada Maharaja wanted to reply that an attitude favorable toward Vishnu can develop only when the Lord is favorable, Sayyadanavratah. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is the friend of everyone, Sirtam Samabudanam the Man Santam Rakati. The Lord is never an enemy to any of the millions of living entities, but is always a friend to everyone. This is true understanding. If one thinks that the Lord is an enemy, his intelligence is Pasubadhi, the intelligence of an animal. He falsely thinks, I am different from my enemy, and my enemy is different from me. The enemy has done this, and therefore my duty is to kill him. This misconception is described in this verse as bigotacity. The actual fact is that everyone is a servant of the Lord, as confirmed in Ketanaya Karatamrata by Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, Jivaras Virupahaya Krishnaranitaya Dasa left square bracket CC Madhya 20.108 right square bracket. As servants of the Lord, we are one, and there can be no questions of enmity or friendship. If one actually understands that every one of us is a servant of the Lord, where is the question of enemy or friend? Everyone should be friendly for the service of the Lord. Everyone should praise another's service to the Lord and not be proud of his own service. This is the way of Vaisnava thinking, Vaikuntha thinking. There may be rivalries and apparent competition between servants in performing service, but in the Vaikuntha planets the service of another servant is appreciated, not condemned. This is Vaikuntha competition. There is no question of enmity between servants. Everyone should be allowed to render service to the Lord to the best of his ability, and everyone should appreciate the service of others. Such are the activities of Vaikuntha. Since everyone is a servant, everyone is on the same platform and is allowed to serve the Lord according to his ability. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, 15.15, Sarvasayakasam Hrdisanivistomanasmratirjnanamapahanam kas, the Lord is situated in everyone's heart, giving dictation according to the attitude of the servant. However, the Lord gives different dictation to the non-devotees and devotees. The non-devotees challenge the authority of the Supreme Lord, and therefore the Lord dictates in such a way that the non-devotees forget the Lord's service, life after life, and are punished by the laws of nature. But when a devotee very sincerely wants to render service to the Lord, the Lord dictates in a different way. As the Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, 10.10, Tesam sabatayuktanam bajatam priti purvakam datami budhiyadam tamayina mamapayanti te. To those who are constantly devoted and worship me with love, I give the understanding by which they can come to me. Everyone is actually a servant, not an enemy or friend, and everyone is working under different directions from the Lord, who directs each living entity according to his mentality. SB 7.5.13 Text 13 Text 
word-for-word meanings. Sah, he, esah, this, atma, super soul situated in everyone's heart, svatara, this is my own business, and that is someone else's, iti, thus, abadhibhya, by those who have such bad intelligence, dhurtaya, very difficult to follow, and akramana, whose devotional service, nirupayat, is ascertained, by scriptures or the instructions of the spiritual master, muhayanti, are bewildered, yet, of whom, Vartmani, on the path, Vedavadina, the followers of Vedic instructions, Brahmadeya, the demigods, beginning from Lord Brahma, hi, indeed, Esa, this one, Binati, changes, me, my, madam, intelligence. Translation. Persons who always think in terms of enemy and friend are unable to ascertain the super soul within themselves. Not to speak of them, even such exalted persons, as Lord Brahma, who are fully conversant with the Vedic literature, are sometimes bewildered in following the principles of devotional service. The same Supreme Personality of Godhead who has created this situation has certainly given me the intelligence to take the side of your so-called enemy. PURPORT Pralada Maharaja admitted frankly, My dear teachers, you wrongly think that Lord Vishnu is your enemy, but because he is favorable toward me, I understand that he is the friend of everyone. You may think that I have taken the side of your enemy, but factually he has bestowed a great favor upon me. SB 7.5.14 Text 14 Text Yatha Brahmayati Yale Brahman Svayam Akarsis Anadhatathami Bidhyate Sedis Kakrapainer Yadrakaya Word-for-word meanings. Yatha, just as, Brahmayati, moves, Ayah, iron, Brahman, O Brahmanas. Svayam, itself, Akarsa, of a magnet, Sanadha, in the proximity, Tatha, similarly, the, my, Bidayat, is changed, Sata, consciousness, Takrapana, of Lord Visnu, who has a disc in his hand, Yadrakaya, simply by the will. Translation. O Brahmanus left square bracket teachers right square bracket, as iron attracted by a magnetic stone moves automatically toward the magnet, my consciousness, having been changed by his will, is attracted by Lord Visnu, who carries a disc in his hand. Thus I have no independence. PURPORT For iron to be attracted by a magnet is natural. Similarly, for all living entities to be attracted toward Krishna is natural, and therefore the Lord's real name is Krishna, meaning he who attracts everyone and everything. The typical examples of such attraction are found in Vrindavana, where everything and everyone is attracted by Krishna. The elderly persons like Nanda Maharaja and Yasadadevi, the friends like Sridama, Sudama and the other coward boys, the goddess likes Rimati Radharani and her associates, and even the birds, beasts, cows and calves are attracted. The flowers and fruits in the gardens are attracted, the waves of the Yamuna are attracted, and the land, spy, trees, plants, animals and all other living beings are attracted by Krishna. This is the natural situation of everything in Vrindavana. Just contrary to the affairs of Vrindavana is the material world, where no one is attracted by Krishna and everyone is attracted by Maya. This is the difference between the spiritual and material worlds. Hiranyakasipu, who was in the material world was attracted by women and money, whereas Pralada Maharaja, being in his natural position, was attracted by Krishna. In replying to Hiranyakasipu's question about why Pralada Maharaja had a deviant view, Pralada said that his view was not deviant, for the natural position of everyone is to be attracted by Krishna. Hiranyakasipu found this view deviant, Pralada said, because of being unnaturally unattracted by Krishna. Hiranyakasipu therefore needed purification. As soon as one is purified of material contamination, he is again attracted by Krishna. Sarva Padhvivanar Muktam Tadparadvina Nirmalam left square bracket CC Madhya 19.170 right square bracket. In the material world, everyone is contaminated by the dirt of sense gratification and is acting according to different designations, sometimes, as a human being, sometimes a beast, sometimes a demigod or tree, and so on. One must be cleansed of all these designations. Then one will be naturally attracted to Krishna. The Bhakti process purifies the living entity of all unnatural attractions. When one is purified he is attracted by Krishna and begins to serve Krishna instead of serving Maya. This is his natural position. A devotee is attracted by Krishna, whereas a non-devotee, being contaminated by the dirt of material enjoyment, is not. This is confirmed by the Lord in Bhagavad Gita, 7.28.
Yesum tisdiantagadam patam jananam punaya karmanam tedvandvam ovanurmukta bajants mandrahavrana. Persons who have acted piously in previous lives and in this life, whose sinful actions are completely eradicated and who are freed from the duality of delusion, engage themselves in my service with determination. One must be freed from all the sinful dirt of material existence. Everyone in this material world is contaminated by material desire. Unless one is free from all material desire, any adhilasata sunayam left square bracket back to your samrata sindhu any adhilasata sunayam jnana karmadiya navrata manukulatina krishnanu silanam bhaktirodama. One should render transcendental loving service to the Supreme Lord Krishna favorably and without desire for material profit or gain through fruitive activities or philosophical speculation. That is called pure devotional service. Back to your Samrata Sindhu 1.1.111.1.11 right square bracket, one cannot be attracted by Krishna. SB 7.5.15. Text 15. Text. Shri Narada Yuvaka Enavad Brahmana Yaktva Virarama Matamabhatam Sanibhartsaya Kupatahsudino Rajasavaka. Word for word meanings. Shri Narada Yuvaka, Narada Muni said, Enavat, this much, Brahmanaya, unto the Brahmanas, the sons of Sakrakariya, Uptva, speaking, Virarama, became silent, Matamabha, Pralada Maharaja, who possessed great intelligence, Tam, him, Pralada Maharaja, Sanibhartsaya, chastising very harshly, Kupatah, being angry, Sudina, poor in thought, or very much aggrieved, Rajasavaka. The servants of King Hiranyakasipu. Translation. The great Saint Narada Muni continued, the great soul Pralada Maharaja became silent after saying this to his teachers, Sanda and Amarka, the seminal sons of Sakrakariya. These so-called Brahmanas then became angry at him. Because they were servants of Hiranyakasipu, they were very sorry, and to chastise Pralada Maharaja they spoke, as follows. PURPORT The word Sakra means semen. The sons of Sakrakariya were Brahmanas by birthright, but an actual Brahmana is one who possesses the Brahminical qualities. The Brahmanas Sanda and Amarka, being seminal sons of Sakrakariya, did not actually possess real Brahminical qualifications, for they engaged as servants of Hiranyakasipu. An actual Brahmana is very much satisfied to see anyone, not to speak of his disciple, become a devotee of Lord Krishna. Such Brahmanas are meant to satisfy the Supreme Master. A Brahmana is strictly prohibited from becoming a servant of anyone else, for that is the business of dogs and sadras. A dog must satisfy his master, but a Brahmana does not have to satisfy anyone, he is simply meant to satisfy Krishna. Anukulatina Krishnanusilinam left square bracket cc Madhya 19.167 right square bracket. That is the real qualification of a Brahmana. Because Sanda and Amarka were seminal Brahmanas and had become servants of such a master as Hiranyakasipu, they unnecessarily wanted to chastise Pralada Maharaja. SB 7.5.16. Text 16. Text. Anyaya Damarvetramus Makamaya Sastarahkulandarasaya Durbanhskaturthosaya Ditodama. Word for word meanings. Anyatam, let it be brought, R, O, Vetram, the stick, Asmakam, of us, Asaskara, who is bringing defamation, Kila Amdarasaya, of he who is like a cinder in the dynasty, Durbudha, having bad intelligence, Katurtha, the fourth, Asaya, for him, Yudita, declared, Dama, punishment, the stick, Argumentum ad baculum. Translation. Oh, please bring me a stick. This prelata is damaging our name and fame. Because of his bad intelligence, he has become like a cinder in the dynasty of the demons. Now he needs to be treated by the fourth of the four kinds of political diplomacy. PURPORT In political affairs, when a person disobediently agitates against the government, four principles are used to suppress him, legal orders, pacification, the offer of a post, or, finally, weapons. When there are no other arguments, he is punished. In logic, this is called argumentum ad baculum. When the two seminal Brahmanas Sanda and Amarka failed to extract from Pralada Maharaja the cause for his having opinions different from those of his father, they called for a stick with which to chastise him to satisfy their master, Hiranyakasipu. Because Pralada had become a devotee, they considered him to be contaminated by bad intelligence and to be the worst descendant in the family of demons. As it is said, where ignorance is bliss, it is folly to be wise. In a society or family in which everyone is a demon, 
For someone to become a Vaisnava is certainly folly. Thus Pralada Maharaja was charged with bad intelligence, because he was among demons, including his teachers, who were supposedly Brahmanas. The members of our Krishna consciousness movement are in a position similar to that of Pralada Maharaja. All over the world, 99% of the people are godless demons, and therefore our preaching of Krishna consciousness, following in the footsteps of Pralada Maharaja, is always hampered by many impediments. Because of their fault of being devotees, the American boys who have sacrificed everything for preaching Krishna consciousness are charged with being members of the CIA. Moreover, the seminal Brahmanas in India, who say that one can become a Brahmana only, if born in a Brahmana family, charge us with ruining the Hindu system of religion. Of course, the fact is that one becomes a Brahmana by qualification. Because we are training Europeans and Americans to become qualified and are awarding them Brahminical status, we are being charged with destroying the Hindu religion. Nonetheless, confronting all kinds of difficulties, we must spread the Krishna consciousness movement with great determination, like that of Pralada Maharaja. In spite of being the son of the demon Hiranyakasipu, Pralada never feared the chastisements of the seminal Brahmana sons of a demoniac father. SB 7.5.17 Text 17. Text. Dadia Kandana Vanjato Yan Kantakadru Mahan Milan Mila Parasurvisner Nalayatorbhaka. Word for word meanings. Dadia, of the demoniac family, Kandana Vane, in the sandalwood forest, Jaga, born, Am, this, Kantakadru thorn tree, Yat, of which, Mila, of the roots, Anmila, in the cutting, Parasa, who is like an axe, Visna, of Lord Visnu, Nalayata, the handle, Arbhaka. Boy. Translation. This rascal Pralada has appeared like a thorn tree in a forest of sandalwood. To cut down sandalwood trees, an axe is needed, and the wood of the thorn tree is very suitable for the handle of such an axe. Lord Visnu is the axe for cutting down the sandalwood forest of the family of demons, and this Pralada is the handle for that axe. Purport. Thorn trees generally grow in deserted places, not in sandalwood forests, but the seminal Brahmanas Sanda and Amarka compared the dynasty of the Dataya Hiranyakasipu to a sandalwood forest and compared Pralada Maharaja to a hard, strong thorn tree that could provide the handle of an axe. They compared Lord Visnu to the axe itself. An axe alone cannot cut a thorn tree, it needs a handle, which may be made of the wood of a thorn tree. Thus the thorn tree of demoniac civilization can be cut to pieces by the axe of this new bhakti, devotional service to Lord Krishna. Some of the members of the demoniac civilization, like Pralada Maharaja, may become the handle for the axe, to assist Lord Visnu, and thus the entire forest of demoniac civilization can be cut to pieces. SB 7.5.18 Text 18 Text Iti tam vivin tarjana dibhya praradam grahayam asa trivorgasayapapadadam. Word for word meanings. Iti, in this way, tam, him, pralada maharaja, vivinta apaya, by various means, bisayan, threatening, tarjana dibhya, by chastisement, threats, etc., praradam, unto pralada maharaja, grahayam asa, taught, trivorgasaya, the three goals of life, the paths of religion, economic development and sense gratification. Apapadanam, scripture that presents. Translation. Sanda and Amarka, the teachers of Pralada Maharaja, chastised and threatened their disciple in various ways and began teaching him about the paths of religion, economic development and sense gratification. This is the way they educated him. Purport. In this verse the words Praradam Grahayam Asa are important. The words Grahayam Asa literally mean that they tried to induce Pralada Maharaja to accept the paths of Dharma, Artha and Kama, religion, economic development and sense gratification. People are generally preoccupied with these three concerns, without interest in the path of liberation. Hiranyakasipu, the father of Pralada Maharaja, was simply interested in gold and sense enjoyment. The word Hiranya means gold, and Kasipu refers to soft cushions and bedding on which people enjoy sense gratification. The word Pralada, however, refers to one who is always joyful in understanding Brahman, Brahmabhuta, Prasanatma left square bracket BJ 18.54 right square bracket. Pralada means Prasanatma, always joyful. Pralada was always joyful in worshipping the Lord, but in accordance with the instructions of Hiranyakasipu, the teachers were interested in teaching him about material things. 
materialistic persons think that the path of religion is meant for improving their material conditions. The materialist goes to a temple to worship many varieties of demigods just to receive some benediction to improve his material life. He goes to a sadhu or so-called svami to take advantage of an easy method for achieving material opulence. In the name of religion, the so-called sadhus try to satisfy the senses of the materialists by showing them shortcuts to material opulence. Sometimes they give some talisman or blessing. Sometimes they attract materialistic persons by producing gold. Then they declare themselves God, and foolish materialists are attracted to them for economic development. As a result of this process of cheating, others are reluctant to accept a religious process, and instead they advise people in general to work for material advancement. This is going on all over the world. Not only now, but since time immemorial, no one is interested in moksha, liberation. There are four principles, dharma, religion, artha, economic development, kama, sense gratification, and moksha, liberation. People accept religion to become materially opulent. And why should one be materially opulent? For sense gratification. Thus people prefer these three margas, the three paths of materialistic life. No one is interested in liberation, and Bhagavad Bhakti, devotional service to the Lord, is above even liberation. Therefore the process of devotional service, Krishna consciousness, is extremely difficult to understand. This will be explained later by Pralada Maharaja. The teachers Sanda and Amarka tried to induce Pralada Maharaja to accept the materialistic way of life, but actually their attempt was a failure. SB 7.5.19 Text 19 Text Word for word meanings. Tada, thereafter, Inam, him, Pralada Maharaja, Gyura, his teachers, Jnadva, knowing, Jnada, known, Jnia, which are to be known, Katastayam, the four diplomatic principles, Sama, the process of pacifying, Dana, the process of giving money in charity, Bida, the principle of dividing, and Danda, the principle of punishment, Dataya Indram, unto Hiranyakasipu, the king of the Datayas, Darsayam Asa. Presented, Matram Rastam, being bathed by his mother, Alankritam, decorated with ornaments. Translation. After some time, the teachers Sanda and Amarka thought that Prelada Maharaja was sufficiently educated in the diplomatic affairs of pacifying public leaders, appeasing them by giving them lucrative posts, dividing and ruling over them, and punishing them in cases of disobedience. Then, one day, after Prelada's mother had personally washed the boy and dressed him nicely with sufficient ornaments, they presented him before his father. PURPORT It is essential for a student who is going to be a ruler or king to learn the four diplomatic principles. There is always rivalry between a king and his citizens. Therefore, when a citizen agitates the public against the king, the duty of the king is to call him and try to pacify him with sweet words, saying, you are very important in the state. Why should you disturb the public with some new cause for agitation? If the citizen is not pacified, the king should then offer him some lucrative post as a governor or minister any post that draws a high salary, so that he may be agreeable. If the enemy still goes on agitating the public, the king should try to create dissension in the enemy's camp, but if he still continues, the king should employ argumentum ad baculum, severe punishment, by putting him in jail or placing him before a firing squad. The teachers appointed by Hiraniyakasipu taught Prelada Maharaja how to be a diplomat, so that he could rule over the citizens very nicely. SB 7.5.20 Text 20 Text Padayah padadam balam praninam diasasasharayah parasvajayasiram dorbhayam parabam apanervratam. Word for word meanings. Padayah, at the feet, padadam, fallen, balam, the boy, pralada maharaja, praninandaya, encouraging, asisa, with blessings, my dear child, may you live long and be happy and so on, asura, the demon hiraniyakasipu, parasvajaya, embracing, siram, for a long time due to affection, dorbhayam, with his two arms. Parabam, great, Appa, obtained, Nervratam, jubilation. Point. Translation. When Hiraniyakasipu saw that his child had fallen at his feet and was offering obeisances, as an affectionate father he immediately began showering blessings upon the child and embraced him with both arms. A father naturally feels happy to embrace his son, 
and Hiraniyakasipu became very happy in this way. SB 7.5.21. Text 21. Text. Erpayankam avagraya mertani asrukalambodhihasin convicasadvaktramida mahayudhisthira. Word for word meanings. Erapaya, placing, ankam, on the lap, avagraya mertani, smelling his head, asru, of tears, kalaambodhi, with water from drops, asinkan, moistening, vikasadvaktram, his smiling face, item, this, aha, said, yudhisthira, omaharaja yudhisthira. Translation. Narada Muni continued, My dear King Yudhisthira, Hiraniyakasipu seated Pralada Maharaja on his lap and began smelling his head. With affectionate tears gliding down from his eyes and moistening the child's smiling face, he spoke to his son, as follows. PURPORT If a child or disciple falls at the feet of the father or spiritual master, the superior responds by smelling the head of the subordinate. SB 7.5.22 Text 22 Text. Hiraniyakasipar yuvaka praradana sayatam tadas vedhitam kinsad adamam kalanadam vetayasman yad asiksad gyuror bhavan. Word for word meanings. Hiraniyakasipar yuvaka, king Hiraniyakasipu said, Prarada, my dear Pralada, and Asayatam, let it be told, Tada, my dear son, Svedhitam, well learned, Kinsit, something, Adamam, very nice, Kalina Itavata, for so much time, Aisman, O long live one, Yat, which, Asixit, has learned, Gurad, from your teachers, Bavan, yourself. Translation. Hiraniyakasipu said, My dear Pralada, my dear son, O long live one, for so much time you have heard many things from your teachers. Now please repeat to me whatever you think is the best of that knowledge. PURPORT In this verse, Hiraniyakasipu inquires from his son what he has learned from his guru. Pralada Maharaja's gurus were of two kinds, Sanda and Amarka, the sons of Sakrakariya in the seminal disciplic succession, were the gurus. Appointed by his father, but his other guru was the exalted Narada Muni, who had instructed Pralada, when Pralada was within the womb of his mother. Pralada Maharaja responded to the inquiry of his father with the instructions he had received from his spiritual master, Narada. Thus there was again a difference of opinion, because Pralada Maharaja wanted to relate the best thing he had learned from his spiritual master, whereas Hiraniyakasipu expected to hear about the politics and diplomacy Pralada had learned from Sanda and Amarka. Now the dissension between the father and son became increasingly intense, as Pralada Maharaja began to say what he had learned from his guru Narada Muni. SB 7.5.23 SB 7.5.24 SB 7.5.23-24 Texts 23-24 Text Shri Prarada Yuvaka Sravanam Kurdanam Visnai Smeranam Padasevanam Arkanam Vandanam Dasayam Sakhayam Admanivedanam Idipam Zarpata Visnabaktis Sen Navalaksana Kriyita Bhagavati Adhatan Manidinavadamam. Word for word meanings. Shri Prarada Yuvaka, Pralada Maharaja said, Sravanam, hearing, Kurdanam, chanting, Visnai, of Lord Visnu, not anyone else, Smeranam. Remembering, Padasevanam, serving the feet, Arkanam, offering worship, with Sinasapakara, the sixteen kinds of paraphernalia, Vandanam. Offering prayers, Dasayam, becoming the servant, Sakhayam, becoming the best friend, Atmanivedanam, surrendering everything, whatever one has, Iti, thus, comes a Arpata, offered by the devotee, Visna, unto Lord Visnu, not to anyone else, back to devotional service, set, if, Navalaksana, possessing nine different processes, Kriyida, one should perform, Bhagavati. Unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Adha, directly or completely, Tat, that, Mani, I consider, Adhyam, learning, Adamam, topmost. Translation. Pralada Maharaja said, hearing and chanting about the transcendental holy name, form, qualities, paraphernalia and pastimes of Lord Visnu, remembering them, serving the lotus feet of the Lord, offering the Lord respectful worship with sixteen types of paraphernalia, offering prayers to the Lord, becoming his servant, considering the Lord one's best friend, and surrendering everything unto him, in other words, serving him with the body, mind and words, these nine processes are accepted, as pure devotional service. One who has dedicated his life to the service of Krishna through these nine methods should be understood to be the most learned person, for he has acquired complete knowledge. PURPORT When Pralada Maharaja was asked by his father to say something from whatever he had learned, 
He considered that what he had learned from his spiritual master was the best of all teachings, whereas what he had learned about diplomacy from his material teachers, Sanda and Amarka, was useless. Back to Hirasanabhavoviractor in Etrica SB 11.2.42. This is the symptom of pure devotional service. A pure devotee is interested only in devotional service, not in material affairs. To execute devotional service, one should always engage in hearing and chanting about Krishna, or Lord Vishnu. The process of temple worship is called Arcana. How to perform Arcana will be explained herein. One should have complete faith in the words of Krishna, who says that he is the great well-wishing friend of everyone, Sirtam Sarvabudinam left square bracket BG 5.29 right square bracket. A devotee considers Krishna the only friend. This is called Sakhyam. Pamsarpatavisna. The word Pamsa. Means by all living entities. There are no distinctions permitting only a man or only a Brahmana to offer devotional service to the Lord. Everyone can do so. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, 9.32, Striyo Vaisyas Tatha Sudras Tepi Param Gadam, although women, Vaisyas and Sudras are considered less intelligent, they also can become devotees and return home, back to Godhead. After performing sacrifices, sometimes a person engaged in fruitive activity customarily offers the results to Vishnu. But here it is said, Bhagavati Adha, one must directly offer everything to Vishnu. This is called Sanyasa, not merely Nyasa. A Tridandi Sanyasi carries three dandas, signifying Kayamanovakaya body, mind and words. All of these should be offered to Vishnu, and then one can begin devotional service. Fruitive workers first perform some pious activities and then formally or officially offer the results to Vishnu. The real devotee, however, first offers his surrender to Krishna with his body, mind and words and then uses his body, mind and words for the service of Krishna, as Krishna desires. Srila Bhaktis and Hantasirasvati Thakura gives the following explanation in his Tathaya. The word Sarvana refers to giving oral reception to the holy name and descriptions of the Lord's form, qualities, entourage and pastimes, as explained in Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad and similar authorized scriptures. After orally receiving such messages, one should memorize these vibrations and repeat them, Kurdanam. Smaranam means trying to understand more and more about the Supreme Lord, and Padasevanam means engaging oneself in serving the lotus feet of the Lord according to the time and circumstances. Arkana means worshipping Lord Vishnu, as one does in the temple, and Vandana means offering respectful obeisances. Manmana Bhavamad Bhaktomadyaji Mamnamaskura left square bracket BG 18.65 right square bracket. Vandana means Namaskura Authoring obeisances or authoring prayers. Thinking oneself to be Nitya Krishna Dasa, everlastingly a servant of Krishna, is called Dasayam, and Sakhyam means being a well-wisher of Krishna. Krishna wants everyone to surrender unto him, because everyone is constitutionally his servant. Therefore, as a sincere friend of Krishna, one should preach this philosophy, requesting everyone to surrender unto Krishna. Atmanivedana means authoring Krishna everything, including one's body, mind, intelligence and whatever one may possess. One's sincere endeavor to perform these nine processes of devotional service is technically called bhakti. The word adhat means directly one should not be like the karmas, who perform pious activities and then formally offer the results to Krishna. That is karmakanda. One should not aspire for the results of his pious activities, but should dedicate oneself fully and then act piously. In other words, one should act for the satisfaction of Lord Vishnu, not for the satisfaction of his own senses. That is the meaning of the word adha, directly. Left square bracket cc. Madhya 19.167 right square bracket. One should render transcendental loving service to the Supreme Lord Krishna favorably and without desire for material profit or gain through fruitive activities or philosophical speculation. That is called pure devotional service. One should simply satisfy Krishna, without being influenced by fruitive knowledge or fruitive activity. The Gopala Tapani Upanishad says that the word bhakti means engagement in the devotional service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, not of anyone else. This Upanishad describes that Bhakti is the authoring of devotional service unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
To perform devotional service, one should be relieved of the bodily conception of life and aspirations to be happy through elevation to the higher planetary systems. In other words, work performed simply for the satisfaction of the Supreme Lord, without any desire for material benefits, is called bhakti. Bhakti is also called niskarma, or freedom from the results of fruitive activity. Bhakti and niskarma are on the same platform, although devotional service and fruitive activity appear almost the same. The nine different processes enunciated by Pralada Maharaja, who learned them from Narada Muni, may not all be required for the execution of devotional service. If a devotee performs only one of these nine without deviation, he can attain the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sometimes it is found that when one performs one of the processes, other processes are mixed with it. That is not improper for a devotee. When a devotee executes any one of the nine processes, Navalaksana, this is sufficient, the other eight processes are included. Now let us discuss these nine different processes. 1. Sravanam. Hearing of the holy name of the Lord, Sravanam is the beginning of devotional service. Although any one of the nine processes is sufficient, in chronological order the hearing of the holy name of the Lord is the beginning. Indeed, it is essential. As enunciated by Lord Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, Sitodar Panamarjanam, left square bracket CC. Antia 20.12 right square bracket by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one is cleansed of the material conception of life, which is due to the dirty modes of material nature. When the dirt is cleansed from the core of one's heart, one can realize the form of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Isvaraya Paramah Krishnath Saksidananda Vigrahah left square bracket B's 5.1 right square bracket. Thus by hearing the holy name of the Lord, one comes to the platform of understanding the personal form of the Lord. After realizing the Lord's form, one can realize the transcendental qualities of the Lord, and when one can understand his transcendental qualities one can understand the Lord's associates. In this way a devotee advances further and further toward complete understanding of the Lord, as he awakens in realization of the Lord's holy name, transcendental form and qualities, his paraphernalia, and everything pertaining to him. Therefore the chronological process is Ravanam Kurdanam Visnah left square bracket SB 7.5.23 right square bracket. This same process of chronological understanding holds true in chanting and remembering. When the chanting of the holy name, form, qualities and paraphernalia is heard from the mouth of a pure devotee, his hearing and chanting are very pleasing. Srila Sanatana Gosvami has forbidden us to hear the chanting of an artificial devotee or non-devotee. Hearing from the text of Srimad Bhagavatam is considered the most important process of hearing. Srimad Bhagavatam is full of transcendental chanting of the holy name, and therefore the chanting and hearing of Srimad Bhagavatam are transcendentally full of mellows. The transcendental holy name of the Lord may be heard and chanted accordingly to the attraction of the devotee. One may chant the holy name of Lord Krishna, or one may chant the holy name of Lord Rama or Nrasimhadeva, Ramadimurtisukalanyaya Minatistvan left square bracket B's 5.39 right square bracket. The Lord has innumerable forms and names, and devotees may meditate upon a particular form and chant the holy name according to his attraction. The best course is to hear of the holy name, form and so on from a pure devotee of the same standard as oneself. In other words, one who is attached to Krishna should chant and hear from other pure devotees who are also attached to Lord Krishna. The same principle applies for devotees attracted by Lord Rama, Lord Narasimha and other forms of the Lord. Because Krishna is the ultimate form of the Lord, Krishna's to Bhagavan Svayam left square bracket SB 1.3.28 right square bracket, it is best to hear about Lord Krishna's name, form and pastimes from a realized devotee who is particularly attracted by the form of Lord Krishna. In Srimad Bhagavatam, great devotees like Sukadeva Gosvami have specifically described Lord Krishna's holy name, form and qualities. Unless one hears about the holy name, form and qualities of the Lord, one cannot clearly understand the other processes of devotional service. Therefore Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu recommends that one chant the holy name of Krishna. Param Vijayat Sri Krishna Sankurdanam. If one is fortunate enough to hear from the mouth of realized devotees, he is very easily successful on the path of devotional service. Therefore hearing of the holy name, form and qualities of the Lord is essential. 
in Srimad Bhagavatam, 1.5.11, there is this verse. Tadvag visargo janadagavit plavo yasmin prati slakam abadavati api namani anantasaya yasom kevani yatsranvanti gayanti granati santavana. Verses describing the name, form and qualities of an antideva, the unlimited Supreme Lord, are able to vanquish all the sinful reactions of the entire world. Therefore, even if such verses are improperly composed, devotees hear them, describe them and accept them, as bona fide and authorized. In this connection, Sridharasvami has remarked that a pure devotee takes advantage of another pure devotee by trying to hear from him about the holy name, form and qualities of the Lord. If there is no such opportunity, he alone chants and hears the Lord's holy name. 2. Purdenum. The hearing of the holy name has been described above. Now let us try to understand the chanting of the holy name, which is the second item in the consecutive order. It is recommended that such chanting be performed very loudly. In Srimad Bhagavatam, Narada Muni says that without shame he began traveling all over the world, chanting the holy name of the Lord. Similarly, Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu has advised, Trinad Apisunasina Tarar Apisahisnuna Amanina Manadina Kirtanaya Sadaharla. Left square bracket CC. Addy 17.31 right square bracket. A devotee can very peacefully chant the holy name of the Lord by behaving more humbly than the grass, being tolerant like a tree and offering respects to everyone, without expecting honor from anyone else. Such qualifications make it easier to chant the holy name of the Lord. The process of transcendental chanting can be easily performed by anyone. Even if one is physically unfit, classified lower than others, devoid of material qualifications or not at all elevated in terms of pious activities, the chanting of the holy name is beneficial. An aristocratic birth, an advanced education, beautiful bodily features, wealth and similar results of pious activities are all unnecessary for advancement in spiritual life, for one can very easily advance simply by chanting the holy name. It is understood from the authoritative source of Vedic literature that especially in this age, Kali Yuga, people are generally short-living, extremely bad in their habits, and inclined to accept methods of devotional service that are not bona fide. Moreover, they are always disturbed by material conditions, and they are mostly unfortunate. Under the circumstances, the performance of other processes, such as yajna, dana, tapa and kriya, sacrifices, charity and so on, are not at all possible. Therefore it is recommended. Haranama haranama haranameva kevalam kalamasti eva nasti eva nasti eva gadir inilfa. Left square bracket cc. Addy 17.21 right square bracket. In this age of quarrel and hypocrisy the only means of deliverance is chanting of the holy name of the Lord. There is no other way. There is no other way. There is no other way. Simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one advances perfectly in spiritual life. This is the best process for success in life. In other ages, the chanting of the holy name is equally powerful, but especially in this age, Kali Yuga, it is most powerful. Kurdanad Eva Krishnasaya Muktasangma Param Vrajit, left square bracket SB 12.3.51 right square bracket simply by chanting the holy name of Krishna, one is liberated and returns home, back to Godhead. Therefore, even if one is able to perform other processes of devotional service, one must adopt the chanting of the holy name as the principal method of advancing in spiritual life. Yajne Sankirtana Prayer Yajanti High Sumantasa, left square bracket SB 11.5.32 right square bracket Those who are very sharp in their intelligence should adopt this process of chanting the holy names of the Lord. One should not, however, manufacture different types of chanting. One should adhere seriously to the chanting of the holy name, as recommended in the scriptures, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare slash Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. While chanting the holy name of the Lord, one should be careful to avoid ten offenses. From Sanat Kumara it is understood that, even if a person is a severe offender in many ways, he is freed from offensive life, if he takes shelter of the Lord's holy name. Indeed, even if a human being is no better than a two-legged animal, he will be liberated, if he takes shelter of the holy name of the Lord. One should therefore be very careful not to commit offenses at the lotus feet of the Lord's holy name. 
The offenses are described, as follows, of, to blaspheme a devotee, especially a devotee engaged in broadcasting the glories of the holy name, b, to consider the name of Lord Shiva or any other demigod to be equally as powerful as the holy name of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, no one is equal to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, nor is anyone superior to him, c, to disobey the instructions of the spiritual master, d, to blaspheme the Vedic literatures and literatures compiled. In pursuance of the Vedic literatures, e, to comment that the glories of the holy name of the Lord are exaggerated, f, to interpret the holy name in a deviant way, g, to commit sinful activities on the strength of chanting the holy name, h, to compare the chanting of the holy name to pious activities, i, to instruct the glories of the holy name to a person who has no understanding of the chanting of the holy name, j, not to awaken in transcendental attachment for the chanting of the holy name. Even after hearing all these scriptural injunctions, there is no way to atone for any of these offenses. It is therefore recommended that an offender at the feet of the holy name continue to chant the holy name 24 hours a day. Constant chanting of the holy name will make one free of offenses, and then he will gradually be elevated to the transcendental platform on which he can chant the pure holy name and thus become a lover of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is recommended that, even if one commits offenses, one should continue chanting the holy name. In other words, the chanting of the holy name makes one offenseless. In the book Namakamudi it is recommended that, if one is an offender at the lotus feet of a Vaisnava, he should submit to that Vaisnava and be excused. Similarly, if one is an offender in chanting the holy name, he should submit to the holy name and thus be freed from his offenses. In this connection there is the following statement, spoken by Daxa to Lord Shiva, I did not know the glories of your personality, and therefore I committed an offense at your lotus feet in the open assembly. You are so kind, however, that you did not accept my offense. Instead, when I was falling down because of accusing you, you saved me by your merciful glance. You are most great. Kindly excuse me and be satisfied with your own exalted qualities. One should be very humble and meet to offer one's desires and chant prayers composed in glorification of the holy name, such as Aim Uttakulara Pasaya Manam and Nivratarsarup Agiam and left square bracket SB 10.1.4 right square bracket. One should chant such prayers to become free from offenses at the lotus feet of the holy name. 3. Smeranam. After one regularly performs the processes of hearing and chanting and after the core of one's heart is cleansed, Smeranam. Remembering, is recommended. In Srimad Bhagavatam, 2.1.11, Sukadeva Gosvami tells King Pirixit. Ibn Nirvidayamananam Ikatam Akutobayam Yajinam Rapanurnatam Haranamanukurdanam. O King, for great yogis who have completely renounced all material connections, for those who desire all material enjoyment and for those who are self-satisfied by dint of transcendental knowledge, constant chanting of the holy name of the Lord is recommended. According to different relationships with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, there are varieties of Namanukurdanam, chanting of the Holy Name, and thus according to different relationships and mellows there are five kinds of remembering. These are, as follows, a, conducting research into the worship of a particular form of the Lord, b, concentrating the mind on one subject and withdrawing the mind's activities of thinking, feeling and willing from all other subjects, c, Concentrating upon a particular form of the Lord, this is called meditation, d. Concentrating one's mind continuously on the form of the Lord, this is called Dhruvanasmriti, or perfect meditation, and e. Awakening a likening, for Concentration upon a particular form, this is called Samadhi, or trance. Mental concentration upon particular pastimes of the Lord in particular circumstances is also called remembrance. Therefore Samadhi, trance, can be possible in five different ways in terms of one's relationship. Specifically, the trance of devotees on the stage of neutrality is called mental concentration. For, Padasevanam. According to one's taste and strength, hearing, chanting and remembrance may be followed by Padasevanam. One obtains the perfection of remembering when one constantly thinks of the lotus feet of the Lord. Being intensely attached to thinking of the Lord's lotus feet is called Padasevanam. 
when one is particularly adherent to the process of Padasevanam, this process gradually includes other processes, such as seeing the form of the Lord, touching the form of the Lord, circumambulating the form or temple of the Lord, visiting such places as Jaganathapuri, Tvarika and Mathura to see the Lord's form, and bathing in the Gangs or Yamuna. Bathing in the Gangs and serving a pure Vaisnava are also known as Tadaya Apasanam. This is also Padasevanam. The word Tadaya means in relationship with the Lord. Service to the Vaisnava, Tulasi, Gangs and Yamuna are included in Padasevanam. All these processes of Padasevanam help one advance in spiritual life very quickly. 5. Arkanam. After Padasevanam comes the process of Arkanam, worship of the deity. If one is interested in the process of Arkanam, one must positively take shelter of a bona fide spiritual master and learn the process from him. There are many books for Arkana, especially Narada Pamkaratra. In this age, the Pamkaratra system is particularly recommended for Arkana, deity worship. There are two systems of Arkana, the Bhagavata system and Pamkaratraki system. In the Srimad Bhagavatam there is no recommendation of Pamkaratraki worship, because in this Kali Yuga, even without deity worship, everything can be perfectly performed simply through hearing, chanting, remembering and worship of the lotus feet of the Lord. Rupadasvami states, Shrivasnasravain Pirixid and Havadvayasika Kurtain Praladas Marian Tadang Hubajain Laksmah Prathah Pujain Akraras Tuzi and Hivandain Kapi Padir Das I Fasak Hirjuna Sarvas Vadmanivadain Balirad Hut Krasnapdurasam Param. Pirixit Maharaja attain salvation simply by hearing, and Sukadeva Gosvami attain salvation simply by chanting. Pralada Maharaja attain salvation by remembering the Lord. The goddess of fortune, Lakshmadini, attained perfection by worshipping the Lord's lotus feet. Prabhu Maharaja attained salvation by worshipping the deity of the Lord. Akrara attained salvation by offering prayers, Hanuman by rendering service, Arjuna by establishing friendship with the Lord, and Bali Maharaja by offering everything to the service of the Lord. All these great devotees served the Lord according to a particular process, but every one of them attained salvation and became eligible to return home, back to Godhead. This is explained in Srimad Bhagavatam. It is therefore recommended that initiated devotees follow the principles of Narada Pamkaratra by worshipping the deity in the temple. Especially for householder devotees who are opulent in material possessions, the path of deity worship is strongly recommended. An opulent householder devotee who does not engage his hard-earned money in the service of the Lord is called a miser. One should not engage paid brahmanas to worship the deity. If one does not personally worship the deity but engages paid servants instead, he is considered lazy, and his worship of the deity is called artificial. An opulent householder can collect luxurious paraphernalia for deity worship, and consequently for householder devotees the worship of the deity is compulsory. In our Krishna consciousness movement there are Brahmacharas, Grahasthas, Vanaprasthas and Saniasas, but the deity worship in the temple should be performed especially by the householders. The Brahmacharas can go with the Saniasas to preach, and the Vanaprasthas should prepare themselves for the next status of renounced life, Saniasa. Grahastha devotees, however, are generally engaged in material activities, and therefore, if they do not take to deity worship, their falling down is positively assured. Deity worship means following the rules and regulations precisely. That will keep one steady in devotional service. Generally householders have children, and then the wives of the householders should be engaged in caring for the children, just as women acting, as teachers care for the children in a nursery school. Grahastha devotees must adopt the Arcana Vinhi, or deity worship according to the suitable arrangements and directions given by the spiritual master. Regarding those unable to take to the deity worship in the temple, there is the following statement in the Anipirana. Any householder devotee circumstantially unable to worship the deity must at least see the deity worship, and in this way he may achieve success also. The special purpose of deity worship is to keep oneself always pure and clean. Grahastha. Devotees should be actual examples of cleanliness. Deity worship should be continued along with hearing and chanting. Therefore every mantra is preceded by the word Nama. In all the mantras, there are specific potencies, of which the Grahastha devotees must take advantage. There are many mantras preceded by the word Nama, 
but if one chants the holy name of the Lord, he receives the result of chanting Namah. Many times, by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one can reach the platform of love of Godhead. One might ask, then what is the necessity of being initiated? The answer is that, even though the chanting of the holy name is sufficient to enable one to progress in spiritual life to the standard of love of Godhead, one is nonetheless susceptible to contamination because of possessing a material body. Consequently, special stress is given to the arcana vinhi. One should therefore regularly take advantage of both the Bhagavata process and Pamkaratriki process. Deity worship has two divisions, namely pure and mixed with fruitive activities. For one who is steady, deity worship is compulsory. Observing the various types of festivals, such as Shrej and Mastami, Ramanavami and Rasimhakaturdasi, is also included in the process of deity worship. In other words, it is compulsory for householder devotees to observe these festivals. Now let us discuss the offenses in deity worship. The following are offenses, a. To enter the temple with shoes or being carried on a palanquin, b. Not to observe the prescribed festivals, c. To avoid offering obeisances in front of the deity, d. To offer prayers in an unclean state, not having washed one's hands after eating, e. To offer obeisances with one hand, f. To circumambulate directly in front of the deity, g. To spread one's legs before the deity, h. To sit before the deity, while holding, one's ankles with one's hands, I, to lie down before the deity, J, to eat before the deity, K, to speak lies before the deity, L, to address someone loudly before the deity, M, to talk nonsense before the deity, N, to cry before the deity, O, to argue before the deity, P, to chastise someone before the deity, Q, to show someone favor before the deity, R, to use harsh words before the deity, S, to wear a woolen blanket before the deity, to blaspheme someone before the deity, you, to worship someone else before the deity, the, to use vulgar language before the deity, w, to pass air before the deity, x, to avoid very opulent worship of the deity, even though one is able to perform it, y, to eat something not offered to the deity, z, to avoid offering fresh fruits to the deity according to the season, a, a, to offer food to the deity which has already been used or from which has first been given to others, in other words, food should not be distributed to anyone else, until it has been offered to the deity, bb, to sit with one's back toward the deity, cc, to offer obeisances to someone else in front of the deity, dd, not to chant proper prayers when offering obeisances to the spiritual master, e, to praise oneself before the deity, and ff, to blaspheme the demigods. In the worship of the deity, these 32 offenses should be avoided. In the Varaha Purana the following offenses are mentioned, a, to eat in the house of a rich man, b, to enter the deity's room in the dark, c, to worship the deity without following the regulative principles, d, to enter the temple without vibrating any sound, e, to collect food that has been seen by a dog, f, to break silence, while offering worship to the deity, g, to go to the toilet during the time of worshipping the deity, h, to offer incense without offering flowers, i, to worship the deity with forbidden flowers, j, to begin worship without having washed one's teeth, k, to begin worship after sex, l, to touch a lamp, dead body or a woman during her menstrual period, or to put on red or bluish clothing, unwashed clothing, the clothing of others or soiled clothing. Other offenses are to worship the deity after seeing a dead body, to pass air before the deity, to show anger before the deity, and to worship the deity just after returning from a crematorium. After eating, one should not worship the deity until one has digested his food, nor should one touch the deity or engage in any deity worship after eating safflower oil or hing. These are also offenses. In other places, the following offenses are listed, a, to be against the scriptural injunctions of the Vedic literature or to disrespect within one's heart the Srimad Bhagavatam, while externally falsely accepting its principles, b, to introduce differing sastras, c, to chew pen and beetle before the deity, d, to keep flowers for worship on the leaf of a castor oil plant, e, to worship the deity in the afternoon, f, to sit on the altar or to sit on the floor to worship the deity, without a seat, g, 
to touch the deity with the left hand, while bathing the deity, H, to worship the deity with a stale or used flower, I, to spit, while worshipping the deity, J, to advertise one's glory, while worshipping the deity, K, to apply tilaka to one's forehead in a curved way, L, to enter the temple without having washed one's feet, M, to offer the deity food cooked by an uninitiated person, in, to worship the deity and, Offer boga to the deity within the vision of an uninitiated person or non-Vaisnava. Oh, to offer worship to the deity without worshipping Vaikuntha deities like Ganesha. P, to worship the deity, while perspiring. Q, to refuse flowers offered to the deity. R, to take a vow or oath in the holy name of the Lord. If one commits any of the above offenses, one must read at least one chapter of Bhagavad Gita. This is confirmed in the Skanda Purana, Avanti.